Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Here comes Evgeny Malkin with a game on his stick. He'll go to the right. Cut into the right circle to the middle and he missed the net and that's it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night Pittsburgh. The Capitals pull one out of the fire and take down the Penguins. Final score, three to two. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby. On Caps Radio 24-7. A huge two points at home against Pittsburgh. Post-game reaction from Marcus Johansson. And Toronto up next, north of the border, on Sunday. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, January 27th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. The Capitals won a dogfight last night at home with their arch rivals. Taking down the Pittsburgh Penguins 3-2 in a shootout to move back into the first wildcard position in the Eastern Conference. Even after Brian Russ tied the game in the third period, Washington battled through the third overtime and the shootout to win the team's first shootout win of the year, Ben, and it could not come at a better time. One point clear of Pittsburgh. Buffalo wins last night. The Penguins get a point. The work not done, but that was a terrific hockey game last night, and the Capitals came out on top. It was a really entertaining hockey game. It certainly was lived up to the hype. Caps-Penguins, the rivalry renewed, and given what was at stake, even though we're still in front of the All-Star break, you get the sense the intensity's amping up. You take a look at the standings. Pittsburgh and Caps entering play last night tied with 56 points each they both understood what was at stake and you reference buffalo also winning last night pittsburgh has games in hand on the caps buffalo has three games in hand on the caps it's easy to make the argument and i will that the game last night was probably even more important to the capitals that they get the additional point that they secure both points in the win and they were able to do just that so a big win for the capitals they snapped their two-game losing streak and now with two games to go before the break we'll see if this is now a springboard something they could potentially build off of here something you mentioned in post game last night that i wanted to revisit here this morning was the play of the fourth line the capitals still have not given a lot of information about nick dowd we last Last saw him in the first period of the game against the Islanders more than a week ago, and we haven't seen him since. He hasn't been on the ice, and if we haven't seen him on the ice, it's probably going to be a little bit. We may not see him until, I would think now, after the All-Star break. But the fourth line, as it's now reconstrued, did an awfully good job last night against Pittsburgh. Yeah, the shutdown line, it's been fluid as far as personnel, but you look at a game like last night against Pittsburgh, that's a game usually Nick Dowd is going to be leaned on pretty heavily, especially at home when you have the advantage of the last change, often matched up against Sidney Crosby in the top line. So you don't have doubt available last night. So instead, it's Lars Eller with Hathaway and Obeku Bell. And that shutdown line, that fourth line, they were leaned on heavily, and they were really good. They created offensively. They had offensive looks. They had opportunities in close. Eight shots on goal between them. But what really stuck out to me, too, John, Lars Eller, 9 of 10 defensive zone faceoffs, 9 of 12 in the circle against Sidney Crosby. And for the most part, yes, 
Rust had the game-tying goal, but for the most part, that trio was held in check. And that's a big job done by Eller, Obekubel, Hathaway. We'll see if they remain intact going forward. But at home, in a big game against Pittsburgh, they were leaned on. I thought they delivered. After the game, I had a chance to catch up with Marcus Johansson, who scored a goal himself in the third period, second on the team in goals now. And we talked about that. And Nick Backstrom taking down the pens in the shootouts. Marcus, thanks for joining us. Uh, take us through, first of all, uh, your goal in the third period. Now second on the team in goals. And thought you might have had a game winner tonight, Marcus, but we'll take it the way it comes, I guess, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I feel like we, we had a good uh, – we played a good game, and I felt like we deserved to win tonight. And, you know, like you said, no matter how they come, you, we take the two points and move on. And it was a fun game, so uh, that was awesome. What was the importance of tonight's win, given the fact that you could move past Pittsburgh again? How important was this? Uh, I mean, it's, it was huge, too two points for us. I feel like we, you know, it's been going a little up and down lately with wins and we need to start uh, racking up some wins here and get back into our game kind of and, and, and building our game off of that. So these two points was, was big for us and, and to kind of get back, back in the right direction. How nice was it too to see Nick Backstrom out there in the shootout and having those hands available again to be able to get the winner for you guys tonight. It's, it's never bad to have those hands available. He's, he's fun to watch out there and I think it felt good for him to get that one too. So that was awesome. Last one for you, Marcus. Did this have a playoff feel tonight? It certainly felt that way from up here. Yeah, it did. I think it was awesome. The, the crowd was awesome. It was it was a fun game. It was it was physical. It was fast, and that's the way hockey should be played. So it was a lot of fun. Ben, want to talk a little bit about the power play? Alex Ovechkin coming up with a goal very early in the game. I felt like it was a tone setter, and really the beginning of the game last night. Twenty-two shots on goal you have in the first period. It dropped off in the second, but that was what made it a good hockey game from just a fan perspective. The Capitals came out flying. The Penguins pushed them back. The Penguins got a goal in the third, but it was the Capitals that ultimately won the game. Man, no, it was really good. And and starts have been, of late, a little bit of an issue for the Capitals. They had allowed the first goal in five of their previous seven games. They had lost five of their previous seven games entering play last night against Pittsburgh. So not only did they get on the board first with that power play goal, and yes, nice to see the power play find the back of the net they've gone through a little bit of a lull of late as well but to get the power play goal to tilt the ice in their favor Peter Laviolette said post game as well he thought it was one of their best first periods of the season maybe a period that they had against Edmonton weeks ago comes to mind but it was similar in terms of volume of shots in terms of zone time and you remember that game against Edmonton it did lead to a lot of success that followed the foundation they felt was laid after that game so again we'll see if they could build off this But, man, it was a great start. A whole lot of energy set the tone for a big night. The work not nearly done, of course. The Capitals with 31 games to go in the regular season. Now with a record of 26-19-6. Standings points last night, number 57 and 58. So the good news last night is that you move back into the first wild card in the East. The bad news that Pittsburgh ends up getting a point. You can kind of overlook that. But Buffalo, they get a win last night. They went 3-2 to two at Winnipeg. They continue to steamroll teams on the road. That is a perfect road trip for Buffalo. The Sabres and the Penguins both have three games in hand. Washington 58, Pittsburgh 57, Buffalo now with 55. The Sabres are a clear and present danger. And we're going to see them in a few weeks, end of February, kicking off a big western swing in Buffalo on the way out to California. Man, there's going to be a lot of games to be watching here. 
here. Watch the Sabres. The Florida Panthers are still part of this. Long way to go if you want to be a playoff team, but that's how big that game was last night. Yeah, and you mentioned in passing there the Florida Panthers, the reigning President's Trophy winners. We've been wondering all year when they were going to finally turn it around, and they still have some ground to make up. They're still four, five points off the pace for a wild card position. But they're collecting points. They're coming. They've been playing well over the past few weeks. And Buffalo, what comes to mind with Buffalo, too, is they played really well the second half of last year. But it was when they were already really realistically out of playoff contention. And people often wonder, how much stock can you put into a team eliminated from playoff contention? Okay, they collect wins. They collect points at the end of the year. Is it really worth anything? They're playing with no pressure. It's carefree hockey, etc. I really think they laid the foundation. Second half of last year, Dan Granato had them playing good hockey. Seems to have carried over much of the same roster. Tage Thompson taking his game to another level. You're right, they're coming. Winners of five straight, and golly, the Caps, the Penguins, all those teams currently in an Eastern Conference playoff spot, they better keep winning because the Sabres aren't going away. Sure doesn't look like it. Tage Thompson getting his 34th goal of the season last night, and the Sabres win in Winnipeg by a 3-2 final. So the Capitals with practice today, travel day coming up, Saturday, game Sunday in Toronto. Very tough test against the Maple Leafs, among the best in the Eastern Conference into the second half. Ilya Samsonov has been lights out at home. Capitals have already lost a game in Toronto this year. Against the Maple Leafs Sunday, you got to keep the good times rolling for all the reasons we just talked about, about Buffalo, about Pittsburgh, and even Florida. you got to keep collecting points, and that's certainly going to be true north of the border on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and to your point, the tough challenge, one of the best home teams in the NHL this season, one of the best records overall the Maple Leafs have, but they've on quite a bit of home success. Samsonov 14-0-1 at home, assuming we see him on Sunday evening, but just a team playing very well. Offensively, defensively, they check a lot of boxes, the Maple Leafs, and following that, the final game before the break in Columbus, if you could win on Sunday without looking too far ahead, John, if you could win on Sunday, if you could take care of the Leafs, easier said than done, you do have a little bit of a softer landing in Columbus before the break, last place team in the Eastern Conference, so let's see if they could build off this win over Pittsburgh, two games to go, empty the tank before 10 days off should be fun starting Sunday in Toronto it's the Capitals and the Toronto Maple Leafs Sunday at 5 445 air on 1067 a fan and Caps Radio 24-7 heard at CapsRadio247.com Ben have yourself a great weekend will ya happy Friday happy weekend John for the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock let's go Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.